Will you accept this rose? Break the new villain he's got a lot to work up to because what i saw from carl today on the bachelorette um was pretty ridiculous i'm bummed he's gone how's everybody doing it is a monday june 21st third episode of the 17th season of the bachelorette just finished airing joey's here as well joey how you doing i'm doing great yeah it's a great great night here um National Skateboarding Day, we got people <laughs> skateboarding outside. So, so me and Joey have been getting into skateboarding lately. I decided for some reason that I'm going to start skateboarding, so I've been skating a little bit. Joey apparently already knows how to skate, or he says he, know, he knows how to skate. He was trying to do some kickflips and a varial kickflip. Uh, he didn't land any of them, but he got close a couple of times, and I took a few stills on my phone that made him look like he was doing something really cool. <laughs> when he really wasn't but yeah it's national skateboarding day i don't know why we didn't we didn't get the memo on that have i know yeah i don't know i didn't know it was national skateboarding day until like an hour ago and then apparently yeah, people yeah. are skating up a storm yeah I, di- I didn't know until on my way over to your apartment and i literally they they stopped traffic for like four like literally four minutes the traffic was stopped and skateboarders are just rolling through. There had to have been 200, 300 of them just rolling through downtown Minneapolis, paying no mind <laughs> to the the lights turning green or red. They don't they don't they don't care. They're just rolling and they ain't stopping. So, um, yeah, that's that's what's going on. Uh, on, on my way over here, Joey, I, my first. Let me actually ask you this. What do you think of the episode today? I don't know. I I, I, I thought this was one of the weaker episodes. Uh, I'll let you give your thoughts. I don't know. I thought it was all right. Um, yeah, after Carl left. Oh, I was I was kind of bummed Carl left, too. I was so, all ready for, for Carl. I, I, I was, you know, I'm trying to give maybe some nicknames. I had it, but it was perfect. Crazy Carl came barreling into the episode, <laughs> and it looked like he was actually going to get a rose. I believe it when Katie, she said that, and I believe he was going to. And I was here for it because, you know, he was, you know, given some sort of entertainment. And then they I, had I, the I, units yeah. edit and that was that was it for Carl. Yeah, they kind of determined as a unit there in, 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 in air quotes. Uh, they determined uh, Carl was lying the entire group. And that's what made Katie uh, switch her mind. Joey, do we get a producer pick on this? Where are the producer picks? Where are the producer pick? Matt James this season, right? We have a glaring producer pick in Victoria, right? Um, maybe even Anna could have been a producer pick. She was kind of starting some drama that seemed that seemed odd. Where are our producer picks? Why is Carl not a producer pick? I want Carl in the show. Carl was funny, all right? Dude was going off. Nothing that he did made sense. To come out of all of that based on speculation and go up him 
against 25 other guys or however many there were the best is when they show him in the back he's throwing punches do you remember that (laughs) he's like he's like punching he's like getting ready to like (laughs) what fight a fist fight these dudes are gonna fist fight 25 dudes carl that's what you're doing he goes back and he's just like practicing his punches getting warm up and punch you're not punching anybody you're going home (laughs) all right you're gonna come at the entire group and you're gonna come at katie with something saying so and so's here for the right for the wrong reasons based in absolutely no fact and then you're going to turn around and you're going to to, to uh, practice your punches like dude you're you're going home all right you you can't do that without going home although i wish the producers would have stepped in here and uh did something about that do we have a producer pick on this season it doesn't feel like we have any glaring uh, villains it looks like thomas is kind of emerging but yeah i mean i think my take on it is at some point the producers just they can't save them because everyone knows it's scripted. Like it's it's not a sure. it's not a mystery. But I think that at some point it, it's just too glaring, and they always are trying to like they try to like save the people and be like, oh, but they're they're actually nice and all this stuff. But like with Crazy Carl, there was no saving him. It was just. He had no basis, and he was exposed. He was toast. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll 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 get to Carl. So you're trying to come up with nicknames now. You're like consciously trying to think of nicknames. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's got a flow, but I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's to have you know if it, if it works and have have a nickname. It you know, and crazy Carl was perfect. Crazy Carl's for. I just can't wait until you start forcing the nicknames. We have oh, like that'll probably happen. Oh, yeah, you're gonna force some nicknames. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a nickname for everybody by the time no, we're done will. here. You will, and like half of them will make no sense be some kind of a terrible <laughs> nickname folks i know joey he comes up with nicknames for everything and it usually doesn't make any sense and it has to be an adjective that starts so i would call you like jubilant joey right because it begins with a j oh, yeah. right 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 you would yeah. call me mad mike right because yeah. because I, I begin with the m so that's <laughs> greg the goober that's a perfect example and then crazy carl will make crazy with a k um yeah joey's gonna start uh forcing those nicknames and that's that's really what i what i can't wait for he's smiling ear to ear just nodding affirmingly that that's the what's more force the better I agree. I agree completely. Uh, the more you can force them in, the the, the better. So we'll, I'm uh, curious to see on those nicknames. Joey, I wanted to start out. Before we get in the episode, I have something very, very quickly. Um, are you familiar with a television show? This is not a reality show. This is actually a, 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 a scripted show called Unreal. Have you ever heard of that? I am, actually, yeah. And I, I was actually trying to bring up the other day, um, one of my coworkers told me to, to watch it. And I actually did. I watched the, the pilot. Oh, did you? What did yeah. you think of it? Actually, I really liked it. I, I, I actually, um, I'm, I'm sorry, before I ask you that question, I kind of want to mention what the show is. So this show, Unreal, it's a lifetime television show. Um, and again, it's not a reality show. It's, it's, it, it's with actors. But it was created by somebody who was a producer of The Bachelor. I believe she was a producer of The Bachelor for about three years. And then she um, went on to create this television show, Unreal. And this show, Unreal, basically shows the behind the scenes. They, they make a television show in the, in the show Within the show Unreal, there is a show that is exactly like The Bachelor. And basically, they show things from the perspective of the contestants and the producers when the cameras are off and kind of telling them, you know, how to go about handling this situation in front of the camera and kind of gives more of a behind the scenes look of what would what the experience would actually be of the contestants. And apparently this Bachelor producer that created this show Unreal um, used everything based off of her own experiences and really kind of tried to replicate what she saw 
on the show. So I thought it was a very interesting concept for a show. It was a lifetime original series, which makes me skeptical right off the bat that we're going to have some C-grade acting, and you're nodding affirmingly that that probably is the case. It's probably a little bit cheesy, but I think that it would be interesting to watch. Tell me what you thought of it. No, it was it was good, and this is actually not going to be that convincing because I actually only watched the pilot, but it it was the pilot was really good, like the first episode. Um, right. Yeah, I know yeah. you haven't seen the whole thing. Yeah, but no, but first. honestly, it kind of reminds me I should go back and, and watch it through because it was super interesting. Like, they just would, like, just the behind the scenes, it's, like, exactly how I would picture it. And they're, like, well, do this. And they're, like, well, that doesn't make any sense. And they're, like, no, we need this shot we don't really? care like like and it's like all about taking advantage of people to get the scene it was all you know it's always about the perfect scene so right no and that's yeah it's it was actually good yeah i'd like I, be interested to check it out i think the producer of the bachelor himself said the show is more about creating entertainment than it is reality i think he said something along those lines which i don't think anybody's surprised to hear right we we watch and and frankly i don't really care i don't really want to get into it too much it kind of takes away uh, from the fun of the show we want to believe it's as real as possible right even though we 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 know it's not um i was even thinking about this joey i wanted to ask this um in that same breath and then we'll we'll move on to the episode how often does somebody know somebody else like you remember how Cody and Aaron knew each other beforehand? I'm also remembering now Anna asked Brittany about being an escort. But because Anna said she got DMs about Brittany being an escort. But I thought they couldn't have their phones. Right? So who's sending their DMs? Are they allowed to maybe check their phones once a week? I feel like this kind of thing right here has got to be some of the most... I wouldn't be surprised if the producers just told Anna to call out Brittany on being an escort. I would not be surprised if that happened. And Anna just played that role all the way through. You think? Oh, I 100% agree with that. Like, they definitely, oh, they plant so much stuff like that. It's, oh, yeah. It's because they always are like, well, we have to have some sort of drama going on at all time, right? Which, right. I mean, it makes sense. Otherwise, it's going to get hey, boring. I, yeah, I'm, watching, yeah, I'm, yeah. Watch, I'm watching the show right now. I wouldn't mind if they started doing a little bit more of that, honestly. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the producers just, come, just with, with two feet just dive in there and say, hey, stop. This ain't what we're going to do anymore. Uh, so-and-so, I want you to go over there and tell everybody they're here for the wrong reasons. I want you to tell Katie so-and-so's here for the wrong reasons. If you make, if Katie even gets a hint that someone's here for the wrong reasons, Joey... It's ball. I mean, she will flip. I don't think I've ever seen Matt James, the only other season I've really locked into. He was not nearly as concerned about the right reason stuff. Katie seems to be going all out about it. But yeah, I got to imagine that that kind of stuff is is, is producer driven. Oh, yeah, um, for, sh- for sure. For sure. Yeah. Like even like with with Carl, that was 100 percent oh. producer driven. They're like. I w- I've always thought this, though. It was I, great, though. I, I thought that was actually a pretty great moment when Carl called out everybody uh, based on pure speculation. But, yeah. Yeah, but, no, I agree. That was hilarious. But it's so funny, though, because I always wonder, like, is there something in their contract that basically says more or less, like, if we want you to do this, you're going to do it. Like, you have to do it. Or oh, something. I'm, I'm because, sure. I Because Carl... Sorry, it didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. Because you could tell that Carl didn't feel great about it. <laughs> like you could, at like some point, I, I could, you know, you could tell <laughs> yeah. he was kind of like, "Whoa, <laughs> all right, um, I'm getting a little bit more heat than I kind of thought I was going to." And I think at some point, he was like, "You could almost kind of see it." He was like, "They just told me to do this, and they told me it was going to be okay, but 
now I'm out to the firing squad, so I don't know about this. Yeah, possibly. I mean, that's the way someone would act if they did that and then regretted it as well once they saw the reality of it, you know, on the on, on, on the same um, on the same breath. But yeah, um, Carl is is gone. I, I want to see. We need to get a right reasons counter. By the way, we need to count how many times they're saying right reasons on this show because it is it is, it is getting insane. They're toasting to being here for the right reasons every time. That's how this episode started was with the Carl stuff. Now the Carl stuff begins, Joey, and every single person there can see the BS except for Katie. Katie for some reason is, un- is unable to see it, and I'm so confused. I'm like, Katie, why is she not drilling? Carl on what did you hear what is going on why did you say these things Katie just kind of started crying and then that was it and then canceled the cocktail party like why (laughs) Joey why is she not diving into this a little bit more what's going on yeah no I agree everybody knows it's BS except for apparently Katie yeah I agree I know it does seem like really confusing too and it might just be the way they clip it but like I agree it's like seems super almost backwards that she's not yeah, asking probing questions, right, and and dive deeper, five layers deep if you need to, right? It's she kind of like let off the gas. Yeah, looked really confused. Cancel the class. Uh, canceled the cocktail party. Classic. Um, why do they have cocktail parties? I, I mean, they just why they, they just they... have them to cancel them. <laughs> the only reason why they ever have cocktail parties is so they can cancel it, and it'll be super dramatic. That's it. That's and, the only reason. And, and my other question is this: I love how the 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 guys always seem to put all of their chips in that cocktail party you know what i mean like they have all their entire plan leading up to the rose ceremony it all comes down to the cocktail party they don't they don't do it in the group date they don't do it at at any other time they make all of their plans on the cocktail party so that when it does get canceled and it will it damn well get canceled uh once it does get canceled they're extra super pissed and extra super worried because they put all their chips in there at the same time though it's not like you get that much time with her at all to begin with i'm i was actually thinking about that today joey it's either group dates i mean how when when are when are the men seeing katie i'm actually serious when do they get time at all with her on the group dates right on the one if you get a one-on-one in the cocktail party i mean what when else it's not like they're getting like casual time with katie you know what i mean am yeah. i right about that that's no, like no you're, such limited interaction you're you're definitely right well and that's the thing is too like so I mean, normally, besides like last episode, normally they at least get uh, either on a group date or a one on one, like, you know, at at least at this point in the show. But but I mean, the thing is, though, on the group dates, they don't even get to always talk to her. They didn't in this one, like this super long group date that was like the whole episode yeah was, that group yeah. date was like an hour it was, and a went half on forever long. oh my gosh it did and i get that thomas was there but my goodness okay i i, I want to come back to carl so he, everybody but katie can see the bs it's just plain as day i have no idea how katie's not able to see it she cancels the cocktail party because everything's a mess trey was my favorite in this joey trey was my absolute favorite in this just the way he's talking he's just like he's saying all the things that we're that we're all thinking he's just like why are you like this? How can you say something like that and have absolutely no evidence to back it up? Trey is Trey has not gotten. Well, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say he's not got a lot of airtime. What I should say is he hasn't been on a ton of dates getting a lot of airtime. But when he's there with all the dudes, he gets a lot of airtime because he fields an opinion about everything. He gives an opinion about absolutely everything trey in my opinion is going to be here for a while because i can I, I can tell that he is a character he's very very tv entertaining and he's got a ton of opinions 
Any thoughts on Trey? He was my favorite in this episode. I like this guy, Trey. He is a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I like this guy. Any thoughts on Trey? No, I I agree. I I loved it when Carl came back in the room and Trey just had an all-out meltdown. Just He was on meltdown mode through and through, and I agree. I think he's super entertaining. I don't really know if he has a great connection with Katie. Again, hasn't really talked to Katie very much. No. I don't even, like, can't even remember the last time he talked to her. Probably at a cocktail party that got canceled. Who probably knows? never. Who, I, probably I mean, never. Prob- probably, honestly, probably, honestly, never outside of maybe their first interaction, the, the introduction, and, like, for, like, five minutes. But that's enough to keep him around. I mean, dude's getting roses, right? Yeah. Dude's I mean, getting roses at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, well, so. I mean... <laughs> Because it's entertaining, probably. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm here for hey, Trey. Yeah. I know I'm here for it. He's hilarious. I hope he sticks around for a while. We will. We'll see. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see with him. Now the big moment of the rose ceremony was when Mike, uh, the Virgin, Mike the Virgin, um, said, "Katie, he got the rose and he went up there and then he said, Katie." I believe it's important to let you know, as we have your heart and best interest, um, this unit. And he kept referring to the group as a unit, which for some reason I just couldn't deal with. I just hated it. I hated any time you said the word unit. Just say we. Just say us. The group is fine. Don't call it a unit. Don't try to said it a lot. And he said it a lot. Don't try to act smarter than you are. You're not smart. All right. (laughs) Just just don't (laughs) don't call it a a unit. It doesn't even make sense. But anyway, um, as a unit, we believe Carl is lying is what she said. And that seemed to rock Katie's world a little bit, right? Katie thinks she's like looking around. She's like, do you all have that opinion? And they're all nodding yes. But I'm thinking to myself, Katie, of course they're all going to have that opinion, right? Why would they not have that opinion? Carl said there are that there are some guys, some mysterious guys in this group that aren't here for the right reasons. So, of course, the that group is going to say, no, we, we believe Carl's lying because it benefits everybody in that group, right? So, yeah, it makes sense that they're all going to say Carl is lying. That seemed to rock her world. She went back to Caitlin and Tasha to get some advice. And Caitlin and Tasha Joey, took a page out of the Chris Harrison playbook. They gave some D minus at best <laughs> advice. Help me understand the, the role of the host. Help me understand. I know that I, I know that I have been questioning the host of The Bachelor ever since I've started doing this podcast. I get that. But I was really thinking to myself, Caitlin and Tasha have been here. They know this process. Chris Harrison's gone. We're bringing in Tasha and Caitlin because they've been entertaining bachelors, bachelorettes, but also they're bachelorettes. They can help. They could step in and offer some kind of, you don't have to make the pick for them, but offer some kind of advice joey what's the role of the host i I tisha and caitlin uh, they're not doing a good job or a bad job they're not i don't know if they're doing anything they're not i i have almost nothing to say on them because they're not doing anything yeah i mean i agree i mean they didn't even say i don't even know what they said it was so generic i i can't even remember it was like what do you think and she they're like and katie's like oh i don't know you know and they're like well, yeah. follow, follow your heart, or like I don't even know. It was yeah, yeah, like, it, uh, it, yeah. It, it, it it was something like that. I I think what what Caitlin said, if I if I remember right, Tasha didn't say anything, but I think I, what I remember what what Caitlin said, um, she came back and she said, uh, looks like all the guys think Carl's lying, and then I think Caitlin said something like, well, it's not their decision to make, it's yours, and which leads me to think maybe <laughs> I don't know. It's just a it's just a weak sauce comment. I would like to see. 
if we're going to bring new hosts in, especially ones like Tasha and Caitlin, who again, I'm all here for, I think they're great picks. You know, I'm, I, you know, if they want to be the host, that's, that's, that's fine. But I'd like to see them step in and take a bit of a different role than Chris Harrison did. Don't be, maybe, maybe be less afraid to give advice, be more of a support team, do, do something more than give that D minus level of, of advice. Do you agree with me? I, 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 I guess I don't know. No, no, I agree. I mean, I think they should be, uh, not be afraid to give their actual opinion um, and actually provide some advice. Obviously, they need to. They, they do ultimately need to like have a BK uh, yeah. decision. Yeah, you're right. But at the same time, uh, that felt pretty pretty surface level. It was it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad. Like I said, D minus at best. That's that's what I'd give it. You're right. At the same time, you don't want them to cut into Katie's real bit. Right. You, you don't want to manipulate what Katie yeah. would have would have done. Um, at the same time, yeah. Um, so they did end up, she did end up letting Carl go, which was surprising to me. Um, I really, again, Joey, I thought he would have been a fantastic villain. Just everything about the fact that he's bringing up this stuff, just the way he looks. He's just like a weird looking dude. It's not that he's a weird looking dude. I mean, he's a good, he's a fine looking dude. It's just like the faces he makes and just kind of the way he just kind of worms around the house. He's practicing his punching. He just knows everybody hates him and he doesn't really seem that bothered by it. I liked Carl. I thought Carl was hilarious. Thoughts on Carl uh, taking off? Yeah. Crazy Carl, man. It's actually bummed me out. I'm not going to use that nickname after today, um, which is, yeah, that's the real tragedy here. No, I agree. Crazy Carl. It's like crazy is like, it's like such an obvious adjective to use. Crazy Carl. Like I'm picturing like the crazy with a K too and the Carl's with a K. I'm kind of picturing it like written in Comic Sans font as yeah, well. Crazy sure. Carl with a K, you know, that's that's kind of yeah. the way I'm picturing it. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm pretty bummed too. I mean, he... He provides some good entertainment. I agree. He just didn't really seem too phased by the other guys. Yeah. Carl, it's kind of a bummer, but I think um, there was nobody more phased by Carl, though, going back to funny faces, um, besides Justin. Justin. Justin's faces were absolutely hilarious. I remember last season, um, you pointed out that Anna had some faces, which were hilarious, but Justin was just awesome appalled when he <laughs> carl came back in the room he's like well i wasn't throwing anybody under the bus and then they'd go to justin and it was the funniest facial experience. like he didn't even have to say anything his face said it all i mean anybody that saw the episode knows what we're talking about with anna she had those faces joey but she she had those faces but she wasn't reacting to anything she just had weird looking faces just that's, like like that's just like her resting facial expression that's a good point you're it's right just weird with this justin guy yeah he hears surprising information and he can really turn on a face i mean he can really turn on a look of of i think you said appalled i think that that sounds about right or just complete confusion or can't believe it can't believe <laughs> your mind pure he, disbelief pure disbelief he can really turn on that face and yeah that is that is a uh, that that face is basically says everything we need to say about Carl and the way that that Carl was again disappointed to see him go I thought he was funny I wanted Carl to stay for the laughs but Carl's out Joey what were you gonna say something I was gonna say final words on Carl uh I can't remember who said it now was it Aaron I can't remember but it was somebody in a in one of the cut scenes it was like right before Carl got booted they were like some provide some great insight they were like well I hope Carl doesn't get a rose, and I hope I get a rose. 
and that was it. That was Aaron. Yeah, well, that was, it, was Aaron. That Aaron. One of the worst yeah. interviews I've ever seen. That I can't was believe the horrible. producer said he said he said he said I believe I should get a. He said if Carl gets a rose, that would be a bummer, and if I get a rose, that would be good. I mean, he like literally said something like that, dude. I, I'm sorry. These guys, this batch of guys we have, they seem nice. It seems like a, a pretty nice group of guys. Even this Thomas guy, I know he's stirring up drama, but he still kind of has that. He And he is kind of manipulative, but he does kind of just have that nice guy look. He doesn't do anything over the top. Joey, these guys, I don't really see them as that TV entertaining. That's why I wanted Carl to stay. This episode was dry, and I think a lot of it has to do with the with the with the men that are on the show. I just don't think they're that TV entertaining, and and that's a good example. The fact that the producers even used that clip at all of the guy just saying, "If Carl got a rose, that would suck. If I got one, to be good." I mean, like, really? I I, I thought Matt James this season. Um, while I do know it was a boring season in comparison to other Bachelor seasons, I thought it was more entertaining than what we're seeing here with the Bachelorette. Do you agree or disagree? <laughs> no, I would disagree, actually, okay. to play devil's advocate. Because yeah. um, I think one of the guys <laughs> said it perfectly. Um, I think it was Aaron again at that. It was like a breakfast they had, and he was just with one other guy, Connor. The other Connor that's not Cat Guy Connor B. Which, honestly, who is that? I don't even know uh, who honestly, it is. There were, yeah, there's like I don't know. <laughs> there's like a few guys that I see them, yeah. and I'm like, nope, you're not on the show. You are absolutely not on the show. Nobody knows who you are. <laughs> I have no idea how you got the You actually at the rose ceremony. Yeah. Uh, like all the dudes getting the roses. I'm like, who are you? And how and when did you get on the show? Like you were not there first day. <laughs> like you showed up just like seconds before that rose ceremony with a suit on. Don't know who you are. But yeah, yeah. We were, you you said that you think um, this Bachelorette season has been more entertaining than Matt's season. Is what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, one, I just think that Katie is like I said before, just uh, just a great Bachelorette. She's holding the show on her own so well, um, which I think Matt yeah. did okay, but he just didn't have the experience that Katie did because I just don't think he he was since he didn't go on his go on his own season before he was the lead. But I think that um, what was I going to say I think that this. Somebody said it in that breakfast. I think it was Aaron. He said that Carl was was dumb and just, or excuse me, Thomas is smart. Right. And I actually kind of agree with that. I think that, um, yeah, I think that Justin, in my opinion, so I, I take a step back. So I, I kind of criticized Aaron before how we were saying, I think he's a frat bro, blah, 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 all this stuff. Are you taking it all back? I I'm taking it all back. All of it, all of it's back. So you're Team Aaron now. I am Team A A Ron. A A Ron. A A Ron. I love that. I love that. Is that the, is that the nickname you're forcing? That for him? is the nickname that is going to be very forced. <laughs> that is an extremely forced nickname. I'm not. I cannot call him A A Ron every time. You're not going to find a bigger Key and Peel fan than myself. Cannot call him A-A-Ron every time. That was the most forced nickname I've probably ever heard of. But if you want to call him that, do whatever you need From to do. From here on out, he's going to be A-A-Ron. Okay, well, with with Aaron, I'm calling him I'm calling him Aaron because that's, <laughs> that's, that's just too much. I can't, I can't deal with that. With Aaron, yeah, he still has the frat bro um, vibes. He always is. That's just part of his personality to me. But, yeah, he seemed a little bit more... It, it, it seemed more clear what his role was this episode. The the second episode, he called out Cody. He I didn't love the way he handled things. Gave no specifics. Really, he did nothing different than Carl did with Cody, in my opinion. With the Cody situation, he said, 
hey, Cody's not here for the right reasons. I've known him previously. I've seen some social media posts. He's not here for the right reasons. But there's nothing really specific, right? And it's not as bad as what Carl did. What Carl did was, <laughs> what Carl did was nuts. But it seems a little more clear. They're kind of putting Aaron as a little bit more of the hero and a little bit less of the villain. I was talking last episode, maybe this Aaron guy is going to be the villain. Doesn't really seem like that's the case. Seems like he's kind of the guy that's taking on um, the villains and maybe is supposed to play a bit of a nice guy role, but he's never nice. He's always pissed. <laughs> he's he's he always pissed. Always I've pissed. never, right. He's so it's like, pissed. I've never seen him happy. He's not like a good hero though, because he's not, as much as you know, your team Aaron, I don't see him as like a lovable guy for the audience. He doesn't seem lovable. He seems very intense. He seems very focused on um, on, on dealing with the issues that are at hand for him. He doesn't seem, you know, kind of fun and 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 upbeat as you would maybe kind of want. Well, I don't want to say fun and uh, upbeat, but yeah, there's no sense of happiness to Aaron. He's just <laughs> he's pissed all the time. You know what I mean? That's kind of why I'm not super team Aaron at the same time. Is he, he's got yeah. something. He got something going on. I don't know. I am. I am just very team Aaron after this episode. I don't know. I am very. He seems kind of like the per- protector or something. He's kind of the one that's in there. And I. I honestly. I don't know. I'm just very on the same page as him. I feel like he's keeping it real, and he's looking out for Katie. And he's just not going to put up with it. That's why. Like he's just. He's just going to call it like he sees it. Um. And yeah. I don't know. I thought that he. Um. When he was just really, really going after Thomas in those cutscenes, I just felt very aligned with it. I, I just, I do not trust Thomas at all. Oh no, Thomas like, is insane. Literally, at all, the guy seems so manipulative, and I can't believe that Katie's actually buying it. <laughs> like when he came back for the second time on the date, he told her he spoon-fed her exactly what she wanted to hear. I mean, he sounded like... A, he, on a he, silver platter. He sounded like... And he she was, ate it up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He sounded like he was auditioning to be Miss America. When he sat her down the second time, he sounded like he was auditioning to be Miss America. Love is great. The love that we can have could be so pure. It is just such cheesy garbage pandering to the lowest common denominator, Joey. When he said he was going to talk to her a second time, and I'm bouncing, I'm bouncing forward a little bit here, but we can talk about Thomas here real quickly. When Thomas said, I got to go talk to her a second time, because he talked to her the first time, bombed. He just bombed the first time. Oh, that was that was absolutely <laughs> train wreck. Because because on the on the on on the group date, um, he mentioned that he has some red flags that he would talk to her about in private or something like that. First of all, why would you say that? Why would you say that? I don't I don't know, but he did. And then, and then fast forward, Katie's like, okay, what's up? Uh, you had some red flags you wanted to talk about. And then he's like, uh, I'm just here for the right reasons. I'm just super super glad to be here. Some you know some garbage like that. And then Katie goes, okay, you're dodging the question. She straight up said that to him, right? Uh, she goes, you're dodging the question. You got some kind of red flags, and he didn't share any of the red flags. And then he left, and it really didn't look good for him. And so he says, I'm going to go back and talk to her again. He really made a point. That's what 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 pissed everybody off. And when he sat down the second time, Joey, I thought that he was going to say. Here are my red flags. I wasn't being upfront with you enough. Here are some of the red flags. Instead, he auditioned to be Miss America. He sat there and said the cheesiest, boringest, nothingness. I mean, it is some of the most... Didn't address the, the red flags. I thought he sounded terrible. Katie loved it and kissed him. I I, I, I just I just can't believe... I, I it, it makes no sense. Thomas... Is a lot. I I don't even know what exactly to say about Thomas right now, Joey, because he bombed the way I see it twice on this group date. He cuts in. 
interrupts what's his name's time, Aaron's time, straight up says to Aaron, my time is more valuable than yours. Joey, what's going on with Tom? What are our thoughts on Thomas? Yeah, I like I said, I agree with Aaron um, 100% of the way. I think this guy is manipulative. I think he's going to do whatever he can. It seems like a total chess match to him. Like he is going to do whatever it takes to play the game as best he can and to win as best he can to get as far as he can in the journey. Cause I think truly, like he said, like he even said himself that he sees it as a platform. Right. And it, yeah. the fact that I see his point to like throw that out there because it seems like the obvious, but it felt pretty eerie when he said it. And then from that point on, he just never looked back. He just, uh, yeah. And then Katie backed him into a corner. Well, what red flags? And he had no answers for her. And, then it was just seemed more awkward. Yeah, and then I agree with you. He just tried to spoon feed her what she wanted to hear. Yeah, I think he sociopath, like Aaron said, a Aaron. Uh, that might be a little much, but honestly, the dude seems very manipulative. Um, he seems like he knows what he's doing. He seems yeah. like he has a plan. He knows what he's doing. Um, so let's talk about this group date now. Um, the confession group date, whatever you want to, want, to, want to call it. All the dudes went into an entirely black room. Did you notice that? They just sit down. It's an entirely black room, just black everything. And then you got one light and then and then the chairs all around where they all go around and they say confessions about themselves. Right. They're supposed to say mistakes they've made in the past in relationships or something like that. I almost didn't get it. Like, I wasn't sure how they were going to start. Hunter started by saying he got divorced. Seems like he blames himself for the d divorce. Um, Connor B., I was a little bit nervous when he was going on his. He said that he was doing some drinking, a lot of drinking was, go was going on. But then he said that he cheated um, on his girlfriend, which is which is not good. But I was thinking for a second there might have been even worse than that based on based on what he what he was what he was saying. Um, and then Thomas, Joey, on this group date, Thomas straight up said, and I actually respect this from Thomas. He straight up said that he didn't start here for the right reasons. Which is, in my opinion, he's the only guy there being honest. He said, I think he said to Katie, I didn't know you were going to be the Bachelorette. I think he said that. He said something along those lines. So what he basically said is, yeah, I went on a date. He actually said that too. I went on a date a week before we started the show because I don't know what to expect. I don't even know who you <laughs> are. I signed up to be on TV. It's, it's like all of the things we know, he's actually saying them out loud. Right. And Katie's not going to respond well to that. I, I can't imagine that Katie would respond well to that, given how much she is a stingy, how stingy she is on the right reasons kind of stuff. But I actually respected that Thomas came in and said, hey, I, I it's not that I'm here for a plat. I don't think he said straight up I'm here for a platform, but he said, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know you were going to be the bachelorette. I'm here. And now he's trying to pretend like now that he is here, he's here for the right reasons. Thoughts on Thomas's answers in that group date. He was the only guy that didn't share anything about him, really. He just talked about the right reasons kind of stuff and seemed to dodge everything, seemed to dodge anything related to himself, um, was, was being very, very dodgy. Uh, thoughts, on, thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, it was definitely interesting. It seemed very deliberate and i think that uh hunter even said it later in the episode he's like this guy seems like he's just like campaigning like 100 like it it felt like i see i see your point um he would win i mean if he ran yeah. for, if he ran for office he would win yeah yeah absolutely yeah it, it almost seemed very like a politician like um and i i see your point that like yes all a lot of the other guys because we've talked about the, this before that 
they don't usually know who the lead person is, bachelor or bachelorette, when they sign up to be on the show. Um, so I think he is saying, like you said, the elephant in the room, he's addressing that. But at the same time, there's some things that you probably don't need to bring up. Like, like it's, it's already, it's like I said, it's already the elephant in the room. Everybody already knows. Everyone just, already just, just keep knows it to yourself. that. Like, it's just, it's gonna come off weird. And, and your time is so limited on the show, like we've talked about. And it did. It did come off a it, bit it weird. It came off kind of just disingenuous. I still liked it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I still liked it. I thought it was very honest. It was a very, very honest move, especially yeah. when Katie's talking so seriously about the right reasons. These other guys don't act like you're there for the right reason. The right reason stuff. I mean, come on. Again, you didn't know who the bachelorette was going to be. Thomas is the only one really stepping up and saying, here's the reality of the situation. I went on a date a week before this because I didn't know who you were going to be. I don't know how this process works out. No, I, you know, I, I mean, I mean, come on. I, I, the way I see it, he seems to be the only one being honest about that. But you're right. It's like after he said it, it's like uh, you probably shouldn't have said that, especially with how intense Katie is um, about about everything. Um, okay. Michael, thoughts on Michael and his one-on-one date. Joey, what do we think about this dude, Michael? He, and remember, he got cut out of all of the dates last episode. This episode, he's getting himself a one-on-one. Thoughts on Michael? Yeah, I I, I like this guy. I, I think he was nervous a little bit, but he seemed to kind of kick off the nerves maybe halfway through. And Honestly, how could you blame him? I'd be nervous too. I'm sure. I'd I'd like to think. I think we talked about this last season. It's like I'd like to think I'd be like crushing it on TV, but like I don't. Know, I can barely go on dates like <laughs> not on national television. So I'd probably be like a total train wreck oh, yeah. on TV. Oh like. yeah, absolutely. I would actually love to see that. I actually want to see Joey on this show so bad. I would love to get a petition started to get Joey Havlick on The Bachelorette. I would love to see you in that spot. Because think about it. Not only are there cameras there. But there are camera people there. It's not like they're hidden cameras. You got I, I bet you look back there, Joey. You got a whole production. It probably looks like you're an actor in a movie. Because think about that. It's not just the cameras. It's that there's camera people there. There's a, probably lighting people. I bet you look back there. It looks like an entire stage set every single time they're doing a date. Um, mind you, they're probably kind of letting them know how to, how to, how to go about the conversation. But boy... Yeah, you oh. would be a mop. You would be a mop. I would be I'd like a to think mop. I'd like to think I would be okay in a situation like that, but I know that yes, that uh, the nerves would start would start ramping up a lot. I don't know exactly how that would go. Um but yeah, I I, I oh, could definitely yeah. see you as a mop on <laughs> Oh yeah, like I, like I said, I'd like to think I would just absolutely crush it, but I'm sure I would be a shell of a human yeah, on I, TV. Yeah, I do want to get you on this uh, on this show. Mm. Here are my thoughts on Michael. He seems the most uh, he is the oldest and he seems the most obviously mature to me he seems extremely extremely mature um was not entertained one bit during his date he's not tv entertaining in in, in the slight in, in, in my opinion um felt really nervous at the beginning of the date it's it, it, it seems like a pretty common theme that all these dudes do still seem to be nervous and it makes sense right i mean it's the first date it's probably going to be your only one-on-one it's your big shot but he seems so nervous i didn't really feel like i got to know him very well um does have a very very mature side um 
and yeah, I mean, it's incredibly sad. I mean, his wife, who he loved very much and has kind of been with his whole life, passed away recently too. I think it was like a couple years ago or something like that. That that she she passed away, and then he talked to her about that on the date. Ended up getting the rose. Uh, I I don't got too much thoughts on a Michael. I'm not gonna lie. I don't have to, I don't think he's gonna be the dude. Although he got the second date, right? That's gotta mean something in itself, right? Yeah, I mean. They will sometimes do this, though, <clears throat> if somebody has um, kind of like a crazy past or like kind of like a, I don't even know how to put this, like a, like a backstory, right? Like they have something of that pretty significant that happened in their past. Um, like if you remember like Sarah Trot, like yes. from the other one, like yes. they kind of, it was, I think she was second date as well. Yes. So, yes. I believe y- she was as well. Yeah. So th- I think sometimes if you have like a. Uh, kind of a, a big pass. They will sometimes kind of do something like that. But again, it was so sad, obviously. And like, I think that he did such a good job explaining it. Like I was like hanging on every word. And I definitely think that he was so honest with her, like about it, which like, even again, like if I was on the show and something like that happened to me, I don't know, like, you know, if he, he just really, like, was like, I love this other girl, right? Which I feel like is would be hard because it's like, well, is he ever going to be love again? You know what I mean? Like, right, like I right. felt like it was just very genuine, and she liked that, though, a lot. It seemed like she was like, you know, he just has such pure intentions. So, I don't know. I, yeah. I like him. He's Is he the guy? Eh, I don't know about that, but uh, I don't know. Seems like a good good guy. Yeah, maybe there's some more substance behind that date uh, that I I I didn't see as a viewer. It just it just again it didn't feel super TV entertaining. It felt a little bit um, I don't like I said just kind of boring. I don't know. I I I feel like this could probably be one of our shorter episodes. Honestly, I I thought again I thought it was just kind of a boring date, a boring episode in general. I haven't been super impressed with the dudes. And again, this kind of comes back to my point about the Bachelorette. I've I've had some skepticisms about the Bachelorette. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like this season has kind of proven me right at this point, although we, we shall see what happens. I'm hoping some of these dudes are going to come up um, and, and, and really start shaking things up in a big way. I like Connor B. That's who I want to win. That's my guy that I want to win. Connor the cat guy. That's my, the guy that I want to win. Do you have any pick in terms of who you would like to see win? Who I'd like who to do see you like win. The, who do you like the most out, out of this group right now? I see Connor B. I, I think that he seems like and I, I think I've said this at the beginning. He seems like a very, very genuine dude. Seems very nice. Does a great job with Katie every single time they talk. Um, I thought he did a good job in that date. He was sharing about, um, I, I, I think, he, yeah, he was sharing about his drinking and then the the, the cheating thing that happened. Um, I like Connor B. He's who I want to win. Who do you who do you like? I'm gonna say after this episode, I, I actually I, don't I, say Aaron. I, I don't say like Aaron. Aaron. You want him to win? He's your favorite guy on the show now. He's okay, your, he's okay, your okay. Oh my gosh, okay. Joey, the flip floppiness is in, is insane. Joey, I want everyone to listen to the previous episode. And it's not like things can't change episode to episode about these people, right? But to go completely flippy floppy, you said that you did not like him. You you basically said he was like one of your least favorite on the uh, last episode, <laughs> and now you're saying he's your number one favorite. That's the guy you chose was Aaron. The flip flop is is in insane here. I I see that Aaron's role. And the way that ABC is portraying him has changed, but to make him number one all of a sudden right now seems a little bit preposterous to me. That's just that's just <laughs> that's just me. That's just me. But 
Um, yeah, no, you're you're right. He he was probably one of my least favorite. Now he's one of my favorite. You know what? Joey just stops around and goes, "Yeah, no, you're yeah." I, I just ripped you for like a minute straight, and then you go, "Yeah, you know what? You're right." <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, honestly, I love like, how you never deny. He never denies when he flip flops. He never <laughs> denies when he screws up, and he's literally not one bit embarrassed about it. He's just like he thinks it's as funny as I do. I, I I can't believe it. There's like very few people where every single time you screw up, you just don't <laughs> care. I absolutely love it. So. Yeah, you're gonna do a big flip flop with Aaron. Is that the plan? Yeah, no, that's yeah. he's my guy right now. I don't know. I, I was just so entertained by him, and I, I thought that he, I just I loved it. He called it like he saw it, and I just loved it. Like yeah. he just was like, he's just like Carl, or he's just like, like Thomas. Like I don't like this guy. This is why. Like I don't care if you're with me or you're not. Like I don't like this guy. Like, yeah, and and this is why. And I. I agree with him on Thomas, but even like his other takes on like Carl and stuff, um, I just agreed with. And uh, not to kind of transition into this, but I think that like, uh oh, do you have an agenda? Do you have a, do you have another I have an agenda? agenda. Joey's Joey's tra- uh, transitioning to something else he wants to talk about here. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, with Thomas, so like I think that Thomas is he as manipulative as Luke P? I don't know, but he definitely is going to stir everybody up because he like he like Aaron said he is pretty smart it seems like so i think that he is really going to create some pretty uh, some pretty crazy drama because the best villains whether you like them as a human being or not Luke P again terrible human right. was he good for tv he was really entertaining for tv yes so i think we might get some entertainment value the same way out of Thomas because that's the good villains, not the Victorias, not the Carl's. Right, not the over-the-top ones. Not the over-the-top. And I think like... even Carl is good, too. I, I would actually disagree. <laughs> I would say Carl is a good villain. And the reason for that is I could see somebody doing that. Like somebody I know. Like I can relate that back to my personal life and think, okay, Carl's doing this and this is ridiculous. And I can kind of, I believe that someone would do that. Right. Um, same thing with what Thomas is doing. This Tom, you can relate to it. Right. With Victoria, you can't relate to that. Nobody acts like that. Right. So over the top with this guy, Thomas, he gives he kind of feels it's just the. I think it's the way he's always smiling. You know, it's like they did that date that was very serious. They were all confessing things that were very personal. Everyone except for Thomas. Mind you, Thomas did not confess anything about himself that whole date. And he was just smiling like a goober. The entire time, and 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 he's not and he's not saying anything about himself. And now it's time to talk to Katie, and he does the same stuff. He doesn't say anything about himself. All the while, he smiles. He's got this really kind of creepy. I think it's kind of creepy. That smile he has is so over the top. It's like he uses that smile. It's like he knows that it's like powerful, and he knows that if he uses his body language a certain way, it's going to it's going to play again. He just really, really seems like he knows what he's doing um i don't know how things are going to work out for him as a villain i'm into laughs i just want to laugh at just the preposterous stuff that happens at the show this seems a little bit more like it's it's more calculated right it's it's a little bit more going but it's not as it's not as like in your face like obvious and in your and in your face funny which i which i kind of liked about about carl so yeah i i i mean it, it seems like this is going to be our our villain but that's um that's a very good point. Any anything else you wanted to mention before we uh, move on to your rankings? No, I was just gonna say like, yeah, I don't know if he'll be able to 
reach Luke P levels of kind of uh, manipulation <laughs> and Luke craziness. Luke P, Luke P on this show like holds a certain standard. Oh yeah, because I did not watch. Uh, you know, people who listen to this podcast know I'm I, I don't really watch The Bachelor, but I did watch YouTube clips of Luke P, and he is the gold standard to me. Oh yeah, he is the gold standard because the things that he says are hilarious and so utterly stupid. Like nobody should even think that way and 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 uh, the, the best moment by far was when Joey he got sent home rankings. and he was and he was doing the, 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 the fantasy suite um, stuff, right? for, and if you get intimate episode, with the other girls in the fantasy the suite most i'm gonna leave part of our and then kind of started to shame her a little bit about because the whole it, i situation. swear it changes and every time his face is that he makes i mean luke p is and nobody Luke P is the hell they actually mean around it's kind of based off the season so abigail kind of based off the season ladies and gentlemen it is the newest installment of joey's power rankings so these are actually uh joey let's do it uh power rankings time of the season so far kind of what the hell are these halfway and there it is joey's power ranking song joey bros in the break room tradition explain the power rankings let's get started so this time since we are you really... prepared are you prepared uh no okay, okay not good. at all okay good <laughs> so this time since we didn't really even see all the people um i feel like i didn't really get a good scope yeah, of... what's up with that what's up with that why did they not show us everybody <laughs> yeah it was weird like you it was like, a really bad like Greg the Goober. I don't think at any time Greg the, Greg the Goober got nothing. It's like yeah, like half of these guys got no airtime. I thought it was a really bad episode. I'm not. I'm actually not going to lie. I'm not going to hold anything back. I thought it was probably the worst episode I've seen between Matt James' season and this season. It's like this 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 group date went on so long. The Thomas drama. Like I get it, but again, it's not like. I'm not. I wanted Carl. I liked the Carl stuff at the beginning. Everything else after that was dry. Why did they not show us half the guys? You're, I, Joey needs to do a power rankings. Does the Bachelorette not understand that? You need to do a power rankings. How are you supposed to do a power rankings if they're not showing us everybody? Yeah, they clearly didn't. They don't understand that I'm trying to do a power rankings. They here. obviously don't. They obviously don't understand that you you can't do a power rankings unless you've you've seen everybody. So yeah, it's going to be a little bit different. Oh my god, this explanation is about to be so confusing. Yeah, so I'm already confused thinking about what you're going to say. Go ahead, Joey. Explain the power <laughs> rankings. So basically. For this episode, we're just going to throw the normal whatever I say out the window. And we're just going to go with the guys that I just kind of like or liked from this episode. So, like, not even like, not even so who gonna, I think is going to win. So just some, you're, some you're of the guys I liked. You're completely flipping the script. Oh, yeah. You're completely flipping oh, yeah. the script. And now this is just five dudes that Joey kind of liked from the episode. Well, is that what I'm getting? Uh, technically, there's going to be just four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's just a couple dudes that I kind of like this episode. Not not any relation to if I think they're going to win or not. Just kind of. Is there any order? <clears throat> Is there any uh, order in terms of like who you uh, like the most? A very loose order. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is a, okay. Okay. You know what? I'm I'm that that sounds good to me. I I don't know. The, the episode left left much to be desired. Um, w in terms of the audience getting to know the contestants. So go right ahead. Uh, no, I would say number four, but I don't know what the hell's going on. So just say the guy you liked. I don't even know how to. I don't actually, know, I, I don't, don't even know how to follow these. <laughs> Should I say number four? Why'd you pick four? Actually, no. Oh, I I do a five. Okay. Sorry, I miscounted. Okay, so number five. Who's who's number five then of the guys you kind of like the most this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with uh, Hunter, and this is why. I can't take him seriously. The dude, I can't either. I he flip-flops more than anybody I've ever seen on the show. He literally, he he's like kind of with... Wait, when he, when he flip-flops? <laughs> well, 
He was like, seemed like he was buddy buddies with Thomas, but then he was with the unit. And then he seemed like he was like, uh, like he just kept going back and forth. And then like in that one cutscene where he was like randomly in a hoodie, he's like, oh, I couldn't get mad. Nobody wants to see that. It's like this guy, where, who is this guy? What is he doing? He's getting a lot of airtime. Then he, then he called out Thomas. Joey, these are people you like, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just <laughs> it's just the most confusing. <laughs> okay, here's okay, okay. So that's why you're saying he's flip floppy, is because originally he went to talk to Thomas, and it seemed like they were friends. They weren't. I know what part you're talking about. He went to him. He was kind of calling him out. Now he was being polite, but he was calling him out. And then yes, he was there with the unit, and then along with the unit, he was calling him out more directly. Right. So we're calling it that. By the way, we're calling the the crew the unit. Um, so that's the reason he flip-flops? Well, that, are you he's, saying that's the reason why I liked him? No, because, no. The reason he flip, he's, he doesn't flip-flop. <clears throat> you're, you're saying Hunter flip-flops. Hunter didn't no, know flip-flopping. Because what I, I think what, what I took it as, when he initially met with Thomas, you thought I, that they were bros. Well, I thought they were bros because a lot of times there is a lot of like bromances like off the screen. Um, and I thought what I was taking is, here, Thomas, here's a rope, right? You're, you're, in the, you're, you're taking some heat, right? You're, yeah. you're about to take more. So here's the thing. You can go this way or you can go this way. Here's the fork in the road. And it seemed like he was giving him a heads up as a friend is how I took it. Yeah. And he was saying, hey, you got to do something. You're going to get hated and you're probably going to go on your political speech and probably get booted. So you might want to change something. Thomas didn't look back. Yeah. So but I thought he was giving him a, giving him a rope like a way out. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Uh, maybe maybe you're right. Um, it did seem like he was giving him advice kind of. Um, and it seemed like the advice was kind of based on, you know, that of a friend. I also think that Hunter was just saying that because he wants Thomas to knock it off with what he's doing and the fact that Thomas is hurting everybody else. Um, but again, if Thomas is hurting everybody else but himself, then he should keep doing what he's doing, right? If he wants to, if he wants to win the show. So why do you like this guy, Hunter? I can't take him seriously. It's just the way he looks. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Just the way he, like, I just can't, I, I can't take the dude seriously. I just can't. When I see him, I just start <laughs> chuckling. I don't even know exactly why. Why do you like Hunter? No, that's what I was saying. I, I just think he was making for like good TV entertainment. <laughs> like he was like, just because, just because he was so all over the board. Like, like you said, like I never knew what he was going to say or do. Which I feel like some of these other people are like pretty predictable and like what they're gonna do. But anytime Hunter was on there, I had no idea what was gonna come out of his mouth. Yeah. So that's why, I, yeah, I don't okay. know. It's, it's, it's entertained me. La wild card. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how long he's gonna be around here, but probably not that long. Probably, probably not, very, not that very very long. Much Can't see him being the guy. Uh, Hunter, no. Hunter at five, no. number four. You got. I'm going with Trey. Yeah, I know we talked about this. I, I got a feeling he's going to be the guy I like the most on this season. <laughs> yeah, he is so entertaining, and he's he's got so many one-liners. He's just hilarious. I mean, I, I could see that guy doing stand-up comedy. Uh, wait, and eh, eh, maybe not. Maybe that was a little bit too much. But he well, he's got the but but he does have the the knack for it, right? Yeah, he he he's very very well spoken. He gives his opinion very very. Um, clearly, and he's very passionate when he speaks. Right, he speaks with a lot of a lot of enthusiasm, and that kind of gets gets people going. And that's kind of what you need as a stand up comedian, right? So. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's a good point. And it's just hilarious too. He's always in just meltdown mode. Like he's, it's he's always, always like his, his always world. Just, his world has just ended every single time he finds out about something. Every time, and it's hilarious because he's always just he's one of the first people to always give his opinion, and he just always yeah, like you said, he's super passionate. 
And uh, I, the guy's just hilarious. He's super entertaining for TV. So Thomas lied and said that he was falling in love. Do you remember when Thomas did that? Yeah. Thomas lied and said he was falling in love with Katie. He, never, he never said that. Just a blatant, bold, bold face lie. Um, you know, again, uh, ch- chess move for him. And then Trey started really diving into his opinion on the matter when Trey wasn't even on, at the group date. Trey was acting like he was there at the group date. And like only the people on the group date were talking. And then Trey's just there just giving his opinion. I like this guy a lot. I think he's very TV entertaining. I think he seems like a, a pretty interesting dude. Don't think he's talked to Katie once since the show started. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I don't think he said one word to her. I, I don't I, I, I outside of the introduction, I haven't seen him do anything. But yeah, he seems like he's funny. He seems like he's well-spoken. He seems like he's got it. Um, what TV is he, he seems like he's got it. But the producers are probably excited to have him. I see him sticking around for a while. Good pick. Three. All right. Number three. I'm going with, um, I mean, we really didn't see that much uh, this episode, but I'm going with Michael. Was it Michael A., the guy that had a one-on-one? The one-on-one guy, yeah. Michael. Yeah. I'm going with him. I don't know. He seems like a nice dude. He, I liked it how genuine he was. The guy just seemed, like, super real. Um, unlike Thomas, he didn't seem like he was trying to just give scripted, super scripted answers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Guy seems nice. Is he the guy? Is he the guy for her that's gonna like go the distance? Probably not. But I mean, honestly, seems like a good dude. I'd be all right with him getting some some publicity. You know, I like it. Good pick. Yeah. Um, seems like a pretty mature dude. Got a head on his shoulders. Um, wife passed away um, relatively recently, but he's being very very positive about the entire situation. He said like. He said something like, I don't know, he just, I think what he said was like, my kids deserve the happiest dad or something like that. It's like, a a statement like that I really, really like. It kind of shows that he's got, he's got his kids first, but he also knows that he has to be good himself. I don't know. I liked Michael. He seemed like a very mature guy. Um, Seemed a bit nervous. Good pick. I I, I like him. Number two? Yeah, two. I'm going with, this is going to be surprising to you. Because he was barely in the episode. Then how can he make your power rankings? Your power rankings are based on people you liked in this episode. This is, folks, this is the worst power rankings. This is the most, (laughs) this is the most, I have no idea what's going on power rankings we've ever done with Havlick. I mean, he, he didn't explain, he explained them as the people he likes most in this episode. But the guy he's about to talk about wasn't in the episode. Trey was hardly in the episode. You're talking about, you're talking about him. I, I, I'm very confused about these rankings. Hit me at number two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are probably some valid points, but I, I agreed. Yeah, the more inconsistent, probably probably the better. I, I so. mean, I mean, regardless if it, if it is or not, it's what's going to happen. Yeah, so yeah that's regardless true. if it's for the better that's or true. not, it's just what's going to happen when you're, when you're sitting there in that chair. But who do you got um, at two? So two, I'm going with... My Boston boy, Christian. Okay. Because the thing is about him. I, I don't hate that pick. And you even agreed. And when we were at the rose ceremony, it was like, you you know how there's just those people that you just know, like, in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, they're a lock. They're going to get a rose, right? Like, yeah. Like, you just you just know. You're just like, well, they're they're getting a rose, right? And, like, like Aaron, even though he had to sweat it out, I, I don't know. I was, like, almost going to be really bummed if Aaron got booted. He got the final rose. Um, but but Christian just felt like that. It just felt like we just knew, and we haven't even seen him that much. But he just I don't know, maybe just a suave, uh, so just with, kind with, of a with, with, dude that with, just kind of has with, some swag. With Christian, you are really just going based purely on um, 
there's no evidence to back it up basically basically right it's just it's just based on what you feel it's more of an intuition kind of thing that you have going on with christian is that right because i don't hate the pick i just think that he seems like a good guy he seems nice he seems like he's got a, 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 i don't know why i'm saying that because i haven't he's gotten he hasn't gotten hardly any time any airtime. but you got this intuition going on with christian <laughs> well the thing the thing is so like sometimes too they can like dark horse it so like sure a lot that happens a lot in the bachelor yeah where they won't be getting that much air I think time pipes i think pipes was kind of a dark horse yeah mad season like, she went pretty far yeah yeah exactly we're like this happens a lot pretty where they, young he's pretty young though he's like 25 or something yeah the, yeah he's be, 30 yeah. i mean that's that's a pretty significant that's true. difference yeah yeah i don't know i could be i could be totally wrong he could be booted next episode but i don't know we'll see i think that he just feels like a dark horse. We'll see. I could be completely wrong, but that's um, just my call. I haven't read any spoilers either, by the way. <laughs> I love how you always mention that. Like, have, of course you haven't. Have not Joey, read any you, spoilers. If you read any spoilers, you'd be nowhere near this podcast. This is a very, <laughs> very spoiler-free um, environment. I don't even like Googling stuff related to the Bachelorette. I'm afraid I'm going to just, just come across. Um, Christian, yeah. I don't have anything to say about him because he hadn't been on the screen hardly at all, but you have this weird <laughs> intuition about him. Um, and I said I didn't hate the pick, and I don't because, again, when I see him, I'm just kind of – I, I kind of know what you mean. I, I hate to admit it that I know what you mean, but it's like, yeah, he just seems like a nice – guy and he's, I, I don't know exactly what it is but I, I i don't i don't hate the pick uh hasn't gotten hardly any airtime um which makes no sense for this power rankings number <laughs> number what do you got number one you have any guesses well it's gonna be uh a a ron right <laughs> a a ron so a, a so a a ron takes this takes the cake and now here's my problem with aaron he's just too intense there's just he's not He's not fun. He's like, I, I could relate to a lot of what he was saying. He was the guy that was kind of saying the things that the audience was thinking throughout, right? The audience is thinking, what's wrong with this guy? Aaron was kind of the guy that was saying, vocalizing what we're all thinking, which was kind of satisfying. But it's like, at, at the same time, the dude seems really strict. He seems very, folk, like I said, very, very focused, very straight-laced. No idea what his relationship with like is Katie. I don't think the dude's ever smiled once in, in, in his <laughs> life. I'm not kidding. I don't think you could possibly get Aaron to get Aaron to smile. I haven't seen him smile. Um, but Aaron is your number one. Do you think he could be a guy that could go the distance? See, that's the thing. That's what I, I feel like when we uh, were at the rose ceremony. <clears throat> I just felt like this guy's just a lock. Like I, you know, and that's sometimes you just I kinda, get that. I you did you get that feeling. I thought the same thing about John, though. I like John. The Asian Asian guy, oh, John. Oh, poor John. I know. I yeah. like John. I thought he was a lock too. He seemed to be getting a lot of airtime. Yeah, he was really he did, nice. He yeah. deserved more Instagram followers than he got. I he think. did. Yeah. He did. We should go look him up. Yeah, should, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna follow it's John. Be like, it's gonna be me and it's, you. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna. He's probably has like as many followers as we do. I know. I feel like, like a he's few hundred. Got, like yeah, <laughs> it feels like he could be single digits, which is which is just poor. single digits or, or sorry, single digit thousands is what I was thinking. Oh like, oh, like, oh oh right right yeah. right right yeah. Not like now he's got like. Four seven followers. Yeah, he's got like single digits. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, we sp I speak it. I always speak in thousands. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably is in the uh, yeah. in the thousands. Poor guy. He seems like a very nice guy, but yeah, um, yeah. But, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know if I see him um, uh, going the distance or not. But then again, I have I have absolutely no idea. Um, Joey, so that's it. Uh, very nice job. We're going to wrap up. Bit of a shorter episode uh, today, which uh, which sounds good to me. We don't have to make them all, you know, an hour fifteen. So we'll be cool here on an hour. So uh, with that, we are going to wrap up. So everybody have a good rest of your day, and we will see you guys next time. See you next time.
another 24. I gotta go, cause I got me a drop top. And if I hit the switch, I can make the action drop. Had to stop at a red light. Looking in my mirror, not a jacker in sight. And everything is alright. I got a beat from Kim, and she can fuck all night. Called up the homies that I'm asking y'all, which part are y'all?